Hi, I'm Andrea, and this is Empowered by Darkness, a podcast for anyone seeking to dive deep into all parts of themselves, especially the darker ones, to become empowered by the integration of these into uncovering your unique expression and purpose. Here we shed light on the self-hatred, the resentment, the need for validation and saving, the fear of being loved, the illusion of power and damaging patterns, and many more topics that will challenge you to bloom wherever you are currently planted. Welcome to your life's work. Take a seat and let's get started. Hi, welcome back to the Empowered by Darkness podcast. I am your host, Andrea. If you're tuning in, this is going to be a very juicy episode and one of our shorter episodes on this platform. I am trying out this new format of recording shorter length episodes in the middle of our usual format, which is 30 minutes plus. (laughs) So I'm trying out, going to keep this under 15 minutes, and I really hope to bring the shorter length Uh, content to you because I know that sometimes we're on the go and we can't sit and listen to an episode that's on the longer side. So this week's episode is all about distractions. So let me set the scene for you and hopefully you will not see yourself reflected in what I'm about to describe, but if you do, it's completely fine. I have been in this space multiple times throughout my life And now it's become a friend. That's how you hear the saying, sometimes darkness needs to become a friend for you to comprehend how you can grow from it. So this is the scene. Have you ever been in a situation in which you download the dating app, you scroll through, or you swipe through difficult, this is how you know that I haven't been using a dating app in a minute, but you swipe through multiple people, multiple strangers, and you start feeling less lonely, you start feeling less inhabited by this sadness, this frustration that you don't even know where it's stemming from, and you keep swiping, and you keep getting lost in this rabbit hole of who am I going to give a chance to? Or perhaps you're thinking, I don't want to give a chance to any of these individuals, and I'm just here to feel a sense of being surrounded by something other than your thoughts, other than your feelings, other than these emotions that are screaming to be heard by you, but you're already tired of them and you don't want to continue giving them the time of day. So you're in the dating app, and it's a big space because anyone can turn up to that space. Anyone can enter your life through that space if you give them an opportunity to do so. Let me describe to you, we have this thing where I work. Um, I work as a behavioral kind of therapist, intervention um, specialist. I don't know the exact term for it, but I work at this place where we always look at behaviors and we have this method of understanding behaviors and 
the method. And I really want you to, if you take one thing from this podcast episode, I want you to really reflect on this method because I think it applies very nicely to the way that we oftentimes come about doing things in our lives. So there's kind of a chart, picture a chart. There's the antecedent, there's the behavior, and there's the consequence. It's a very simple chart. And if you think about it in a linear way, you know, one thing comes before the other. Behavior is at the center. So behavior in this scenario would be downloading the dating app and scrolling or swiping. I keep saying scrolling, swiping. And the antecedent is what leads to you doing the swiping. So let me tell you a list of different antecedents that have led to me swiping on a dating app. One of them has been feeling alone because I'm far away from home and I constantly feel like I have to hide from others who I really am. So I'm feeling the sense of loneliness. I don't feel safe in the environment that I have planted myself in. The other scenario is that I am depressed because, and these are all very real scenarios, I've like, um, like for your information, I don't know what's the abbreviation for that. FYI, oh my gosh, I'm blanking out on everything today. FYI, these are real scenarios. The second one is I am depressed because I'm in an environment that reminds me that I was abused. I feel misunderstood, a victim of trauma, and unaware of how to begin peeling away these layers of conditioning and limiting beliefs. The third scenario is I am at a family gathering and I notice how I don't exactly feel at home in the beliefs that are being shared by my loved ones. And so I start contracting and retreating and I don't exactly have the capacity to shut out the discomfort that I'm feeling by calling a close friend, texting a close friend, or texting a partner because at this point in my life I've decided that I'm tuning out my number one coping mechanism, which used to be reaching out for others to make me feel better. So this is the third scenario. And I start thinking about downloading the dating app. Then the fourth scenario is my self-image has been extremely critical recently. So I've began to pick apart my looks. I feel unlovable and unworthy of being loved. And I've told myself over and over again that no one will really love my personality. So I start thinking maybe if I download the dating app and I have someone that can make me feel like these are not true and that I am actually lovable, maybe I will start feeling better. These are all very true scenarios that have happened in my life that have preceded downloading Tinder, downloading Bumble, you name it. I share these to show you that what these have in common is that they have been scenarios in which I have felt extremely uncomfortable just sitting with the way that I feel. And so I go to the dating app, which honestly, the dating app is what leads what leads to the consequence, which remember we talked about the antecedent, the behavior, and the consequence. Yes, the consequence of going about and delving into the dating app and talking to strangers and perhaps making, you know, like arranging a date and seeing one of these strangers, the consequences in the past for me have been 
falling into a codependent dynamic. They have been engaging in a pull and push relationship dynamic with a person that I honestly don't know. I I see them, but I see them in a casual way. It's intimate, but honestly, the intimacy is mainly physical. There's no really emotional or psychological intimacy. It's mainly just us being in the same space, sharing an intimate moment that doesn't feel like I'm actually giving the other person a look into how I really feel or think. So these are the consequences of me engaging in that behavior. I share this scenario because this has been my number one way to distract myself in my life whenever I feel uncomfortable. And I don't honestly know how I fell into that being my way to go in, in situations that are difficult to cope with alone. I think we all have different ways of distracting ourselves. So I ask you, what are you distracting yourself with in this moment? And really sit with that question. I encourage you to do so because when we know that something has worked for us in the past, and by work I mean it has helped us bypass the loneliness temporarily or suppress the painful emotional spirals that come with feeling your feelings or drown out the inner critic, we return to what works. And I've returned to it multiple times. But I will say that when you have that first awareness of why you are doing what you are doing, meaning why you are searching for that distraction, things start to change. So when I describe that scenario of me being extremely critical of, of myself, of my personality, of my looks, and searching for something to get me out of that mental rut that I was in, you know, I didn't really experience an urge to necessarily download the app, but I did realize in the moment that I was having those thoughts that my life would be less emotionally charged and painful if I had a man that was there to tell me that I was beautiful, that I was special, and that I was something worthy to hold on to. Because I was telling myself the complete opposite of that. But after having done some healing, I realized that I didn't pursue this because I was finally aware that there was a snowball effect that happened whenever I did. So this came from using someone else as a relief that would follow having a series of events that would disempower me. So I would put in the work to see someone and be involved with someone and feel that initial relief, but it will end in a lot of actions that were hurtful and that were disrespectful to me. And there was that element of self-hatred that would always return because deep down I knew that I was betraying myself. So the inner dialogue wouldn't really go away because I was doing things that were in the future going to remind me of why I was not there for myself to begin with and why I had this tense relationship with with me, with, with the way that I was taking care of me. So, as and 
the seeking of a quick dose of validation and intimacy, it only brought me to a space, to a person, to a thing, to an action that really only connected me to the level of darkness that I already felt and to the level of negativity that was already living inside of me and never connected me to the level of freedom and light that I was searching for. And that's what a lot of these distractions do when they're unhealthy. They connect you to something that is known to you. It's a very, if we talk about frequency and vibration, it's a very low vibrational space to be in. But since it's familiar because it's the space that you're currently living in, it's going to feel like it's soothing to some extent. So you're probably wondering, what can I do if I'm in this space? What can I do if I'm currently searching for a distraction? So I encourage you to do a couple things. First, ask yourself what part of you wants this distraction? Is it the part of you that craves a release? The part of you that yearns to be held or seen? Is it the part of you that desperately wants to feel at peace with yourself and the way things are happening in your life? If the part of you that wants it is the part of you that wants an exit from the painful realizations that really are there to push you into deeper confrontation of yourself, let me repeat that again. If the part of you that wants it is the part of you that is going to push you into the deeper realizations that are going to bring you into deeper confrontation with who you are and what you stand for, then you have to make a decision because that is where growth occurs. You can decide to give in to the need for what you believe is the healing balm that's going to soothe you, but it's only actually masking what the real problem is. It's going to trigger you eventually to go with that distraction. It's going to eventually mirror back to you what you still need to heal. And it's going to mirror to you the fact that you still need acceptance and compassion for yourself. Point blank. It will take you down a merry-go-round of, of very difficult lessons and painful endings. And I've been there. I've, I've been at that spot in which things just seem to be happening just like the last time. And it's, it's this cycle that you don't know how to get out of. So I want to leave you with a visual that I really hope you take with you for the rest of your day if you're finding yourself in this space. If you go ahead and move forward with a distraction that is not for your highest good, it's going to be the type of healing balm that stings after it first seems to be calming. So if you go with this distraction, I assure you that at first it's going to feel like you're healing the hurt. It's going to feel very soothing, but then the sting comes. And if you decide to move forward with the opposite of this, which is, you know, feeling into your feelings, it will sting at first. It will be very painful and uncomfortable, and it will feel like you are just perpetuating the same hurt that you've been carrying. But it's going to provide the space for the deepest surrender and healing, but it's going to require patience, and it's going to grow you into your self-love, your own version of that self-love. 
but it's going to be the type of healing balm that's going to sting first, but then it's going to soothe. And that's if you, if you do the latter, if you go forward and, and you feel into what is causing that pain and that discomfort. It's going to be some of the deepest healing you'll ever experience because it's going to be at the core of who you are, how you view yourself, and how you view what's happening in your life. It's going to unveil all of that for you. I want to say that there are a couple of reminders that I hope you have during this decision if you do decide to first feel that sting and then await the soothing effect. I want you to remind yourself that what we're going through in these moments of feeling our difficult emotions and thoughts, we are choosing to bear the weight of our existence. It's really like feeling into the negativity that's coming to the surface to be expressed because it's probably been buried in there for a while. And it's going to feel like this is the first time that someone's given us the space to birth all that, it's, that is inside of us that we've been carrying that feels so heavy. It's going to feel a little bit triggering. And I assure you that as you encounter this season in your journey, having faith that you are stronger than what you think you are is going to be huge. Having that certainty that emotions are messengers meant to help you dive deeper into your truth and that they will go away when they're heard. Oftentimes that's what happens. You hear and you, you give space to an emotion and then it dissipates. Another thing is that you can lean into healthy distractions and ways of coping when you need it because we're human and let's be real sometimes we have to take pauses when it comes to feeling the depth of what we've been experiencing and carrying with us for years and then we return with more clear more clarity more purpose more drive to keep going and to keep doing better for ourselves and it's a process and I really commend you in choosing to ask the difficult questions about the way that you have been behaving in your life and showing up for yourself or not really showing up. We can always make a turn in our, in our way of being and really prioritize our well-being. So I know the episode went a little bit over like by two minutes, but I'm so happy that you stayed to, to the end. And I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Thank you for being here. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. There is no right time to begin working on the parts of ourselves we may have neglected for the majority of our lives. If you're here, it is for a reason. I am so proud of you for asking the tough questions and delving into what comes of these. May you find the deepest healing and transformation on this path. Thank you.